All right, cool cats and kittens. Back. <laughs> Thanks for your concern. You're here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. Welcome back for another episode. We have a fun diddly doodly episode this week. I'm excited. This week we're doing a like capitalism is weird, capitalism is gross episode. I've just been seeing some weird trends going on that I'm like, oh my God, what in the late stage capitalism is going on? And I thought it'd be kind of like funny to talk about it and like hearty hard joke about it because it's funny, but it's like not. I love talking about capitalism. Everything goes back to capitalism. So let's follow the money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's get into it. But let's start with a quick check in. Ella, how you been? You guys, little life advice. You know, just sometimes you just need to smell the roses. You know, there's a lot going on. I have had so much hilarious things happen to me in the past week that I don't even know what to update everybody on. I'll start with this. This morning, very early this morning, I had a man reach out to me where I, I got a text and I had to do a double take. I was like, uh, um, uh, who? what? And what I always say. They always come crawling back. Yeah. It might be a month. It might be two months. In this case, it was several years. But just checking in to see how I'm doing, if I'm famous yet. And he might hear this because I told him to listen to the podcast because, come on, we always need new listeners. We'll take any fan. That that punani is just so good that they just always come back. They just want to know what the fuck's going on with me. So that's also that's always validating. You know, that I left an impression and that I have, I'm living rent free in people's minds that like, I didn't even think about, you know, the best part about this is that Ella like sends me a screenshot and he's like, oh my God, like, do you remember this guy? And I was like, who? Like, literally, I've never heard about this man in my life. Like, he has the most generic white name. I was like, do you have character traits? She's like, not really. (laughs) It's like, okay, whatever. Sure. I'm sure he existed, but on to the fucking next. Yeah, they always come crawling back. And I think it's funny that you say that maybe it's because it's the end of mercury retrograde and like people are coming back into our lives their their revelations were us but yesterday I'm still in Seattle I was trying to gym I was trying to be my best self working on these calves you know the calves Mm -hmm. are money (laughs) and I am using my sister's account to get into the gym Mm -hmm. but she's like also with me so she's like let me take a screenshot of my past you go you go in and then I'll go after shit like this makes me so nervous like this I know. Like, like, I don't know why. Uh, I know it's like the most literally bullshit thing that you can do, but. So I like got in and I, I noticed that there's a time on the fucking pass like when you open it. So I was like, oh, I think I'm going to get cut up. So I scan it and they're like, oh, like you have to refresh it because like it expires every or so minutes. Right. And I'm like, fuck, because my sister was outside <laughs> with it. So I was like, oh, my phone's about to die. Let me come back. Right. Because I was trying to get the fuck out of there. I was like, I'm out. I'm out. And then the guy was like, oh, let, I'll just check you in. Like, what's your phone number? Well, thank God I know my sister's phone number birthday date everything and then he's like oh like it beeped right and I was like oh fuck like I'm like I'm getting caught up like I had a mask on I'm like I kind of look like her and he's like oh it looks like there needs there needs to be a payment on your account and I had like remember my sister telling me that there's always this issue she's like they always ask for a payment but like I paid it I was like oh this always happens to me like every time I sign in you know confidence is your best key and while I'm like trying to get inside my heart is racing I'm like about to get caught up I like to the corner there's like a guy like that I used to have a thing with in college and he's like waving at me and I'm like oh my fucking god like do not say name like do not come up to me like I literally like I turn around so quick and I was like no 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 no. it was fine like I finessed my way in there I felt like I was being watched the entire time (laughs) um 
but yeah I, I like that guy texted me after and he's like oh my god long time no see and I was like yeah like sorry I couldn't say hi like a normal human being but like <laughs> I almost had a fucking heart attack trying to get into this gym because you know you don't want to go to jail over going to the gym because that's how high the stakes feel in the moment you know <laughs> you like, are gonna get arrested for transpassing and I'm about to get my green card and like <laughs> I can't do this that's so fucking funny let's jump into the episode Okay, so obviously, like, this capitalism is the root of all evil and whatever. So there's, like, a lot of things we could say about capitalism. But we're just going to be talking about, like, funny trends lately. Uh, So this might become, like, a multi-part series because, like, bitch, I could talk about this all day. This was my... I have a bachelor's of science in uh, economics and that was verified. I don't know why, but like I got a background check and I was like, oh my God, what if I actually like didn't graduate because that's how my anxiety works. But no, I actually did graduate. It's definitely triple confirmed now. Oh, that's good. (laughs) Yeah, Ella has a bachelor's. I just like to give my opinion. Obviously take this as you may. You might like capitalism. You might be listening to this and you're like, yeah, well, without capitalism, this, uh, capitalism, that, I get it, okay? It's it's fine. We can just, we can just joke. We can just be. I think one of the biggest things about capitalism that I think is funny, or at least, like, affects me every single day at work, one is people being, like, super, like, into their jobs and acting as if they weren't going to get replaced the second they died. Like, fell over and died the next day, they'd be a replacement. But the other is, like, <laughs> like, employers are, like, right now, they're shocked. They're, like, we need workers. Like, they're crying about it and it's like you treat people like shit okay so funny story uh i gave my two weeks notice okay like this is crazy i've been like kind of sitting on this i didn't want to say anything on the podcast publicly before like everything was like set in stone i didn't want to like jinx myself but yeah i'm getting replaced tomorrow okay i said my resignation <laughs> I sent my resignation in on Friday. I'm getting replaced tomorrow. So really like, and I was so nervous. I was like, what are, I was like, oh my God. Like I've been at, I've been at this company for two years. Like they're going, like, they're going to miss me. No, need me. No, no, not at no. all. So right now we're going through the great resignation is what the media is going to deem this time because people are just like not putting up with their employer's bullshit and for good fucking reason. It was a shock when I went from my like customer service job to like a corporate job because like when you work in a corporate job like I mean at least in my environment like you don't get yelled at if that makes sense like you're given like constructive criticism but when I worked in customer service like I was literally getting yelled at and I could not do anything about it and even not only could I not do anything about it but if I wasn't like the best version of myself and being like oh my god I'm so sorry that like this got messed up for you. Like, let me do whatever I can. Let me go above and beyond to fix it for you. When we're talking about like a $5 coupon at the fucking, at a fast fashion store, you know? And I literally get like, I remember this one woman cussed me out because she could not apply her coupon because she was getting all clearance items. And it like, literally like I was in tears over it because she was basically telling me I was a dumb fucking bitch. I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. But like, yeah, why would you put up with that for minimum wage? Yeah, no, no, no. I honestly, I never had had this experience i am what they called the lovable slacker they're like she's nice but she she can't work and i feel like sometimes in the corporate world this is shown like differently by just being like honestly undervalued 
like sometimes I feel like specifically in the position I'm in, I'm trying to get out like full transparency. Everybody knows at this point that the work that I'm doing is not being like compensated correctly. But due to the way that we get paid as like a whole unit of our department, there isn't a way to be like, I need to adjust my pay now. So that's like extremely frustrating for me because like I was making as much money on unemployment and I wasn't doing anything. Bro, salary is only nice if you have to work under 40 hours a week. So if you have to work under 40 hours a week, salary is tight. But if you're working over 40 hours a week, there's a point when you're like, damn, I'm basically working for free at this point. Like, you know, like Friday is basically free labor because I've already worked 40 hours and it's like kind of like oh this is kind of bullshit you know (laughs) yeah or you'll be at a company that like values mental health but your copay is like super expensive to get therapy so it's like how are your values going with like put your money where your mouth is you like you fuck with immigrants pay for my green card one of the classics that the retailer we work for since people don't want to Uh, work there (laughs) at the stores they're asking us to come work at the stores they're not telling us they're gonna pay us extra or that we're gonna get less work for our position we just have to volunteer i literally am like so i feel like we might there must be like i'm like i'm kind of confused on what you think this is community service for who like Like, (laughs) guess you gave a pretty good summary but they're literally asking us to like volunteer to work and i know what you're thinking like wait that doesn't doesn't make any fucking sense (laughs) no you're right it doesn't so if you want to quit your job please do no just joking no but a lot of people are hiring right now and honestly i'm doing something that is like not really related it is related to my job but not really i'm breaking into tech what i did if i'm giving like a little bit of hint i literally took my took the job description took my resume and adapted accordingly, which obviously is very time consuming for every fucking job. But clearly it was kind of worth it because ding, 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 <laughs> mama got a winner. So, yeah. All right. Next thing. Recently on social media, I've seen like companies that are trying to relate to Gen Z. And it's yeah. like very funny to me because they're trying to be like a person, but it's a major conglomerate. Right. Have you seen this? Yeah, yeah I have. They're trying to take like the... It's a really interesting cultural move that like like influencers like people like them because they're like real people so you get to like follow their lives so companies are trying to narrow their brand down to like being a personality which I think is fucking nuts <laughs> and you know what's funny is that sometimes like it's like a, a double-edged sword that companies are coming across because they want to be relatable but like not piss people off do you know what squishmallows are yeah 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 so squishmallows are like the little puffy animals they're very collectible so recently there was like a squishmallow drop and the site went down and like everyone freaked the fuck out right (laughs) and their social media manager trying to be quirky tweeted out we love you guys but some of y'all need to chill for real (laughs) and then basically retweeted was like it's really not that serious (laughs) on their twitter account which is fucking true like literally like we're having grown adults lose their shit because they couldn't get their hands on a stuffed animal like that's literally insane to a normal person you know and then literally the squish mellow people like fucking lost it they're like how fucking dare you tell us to chill like how could you do this to us and then they tweeted out hey so get someone's in timeout for the tweets they made earlier today and i'm just like 
can you imagine you're at headquarters you're like a fucking i'm sure it's like a straight out of college person this is their first like social media a, managing job intern they're like yep yep put him up there put him and up they're there like, they're gonna do great with the they're kids they're gonna do great and then they're like and then they tweet one thing that's like relatable and everyone freaks the fuck out and then they're like okay wait never mind we're gonna go back to being professional and not try to relate to you guys like it's just so funny to think about the best that you can find about companies interacting and i know they have to be young is on tiktok like if i you know comments for anything these companies are funny and like i don't know who the fuck is behind it but like <laughs> they're feeding their little gen c hamsters great they're spinning their wheels <laughs> They're trying to come up with now that honestly, the worst part about TikTok has been how companies have been incorporating the songs and like the whole yeah, doing trends. Like, yeah. It's like not even just on TikTok, but like commercials on like TV. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like they're meant to be short for a reason and you never see them again. But if I just heard that same TikTok song and dance in this Hulu ad for about five hours straight. Yeah, <laughs> I'm done. I actually noticed this when I, because I don't fucking watch TV, but when you watch football and you're like, why is there a TikTok trend on like ABC? This is so weird. Not to do too much about TikTok, but one thing I have liked about TikTok and companies obviously like capitalizing off TikTok and having accounts is some of the accountability that some users like put on companies. Like recently, I don't know if y'all know, but like her name is Remy and she does like realistic whole of like clothing from name brands and she's she's plus size and i really like her she's super funny but like recently she talked about like going on a delta trip and as we know airplanes or seats are getting smaller and smaller Mm -hmm. unless you pay to get upgraded which is fucking bullshit because nobody fits in them like the fact that i barely fit in a seat and i'm like a five foot two like average person Like, it's really concerning. And she was talking about her experience, how, like, essentially on the newer planes, the seatbelt wouldn't buckle. And you apparently have to ask for an extender, which obviously, like, that's embarrassing. And, like, why the fuck do I have to ask for an extender? Like, what's the difference between you making a larger fucking strap? Yeah. Like, where's the math? Like, I want to see the numbers. What's your cut down on this strap? You know, personally, like when I was in college and I broke my ankle, I kind of realized like how like ableism and like how places are designed without certain people in mind. And I really feel like with airlines, it's just like they're like, I don't even think they're making a conscious decision like, oh, like it would cost us money to make this longer. I don't even think they consider it. I think they just like put it like out of sight, out of mind. Like, let's design this for a typical person, which is very weird and abnormal to start out with you know yeah or why can't people's wheelchairs be in the cabin and Mm -hmm. not have to go on cargo like they fuck up people's wheelchairs all the time Uh, once i was at the airport in the san diego airport and this woman in a wheelchair like they didn't make the door three feet so she could not get into the bathroom like it was fucking bullshit and i'm like who paid for it like who signed off on this yeah obviously no one of size no one no one like that has a different ability which is just fucking bullshit because it's like, okay, wh- what's, what was your cost benefit analysis here? Like who mm-hmm. who is this target market that you're coming to? Because I don't know if you know, but most of America is medically obese. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so who the fuck is your target market? This world, man, this world that we live in. Let me use your money. I'll use it better. I promise. Yeah. And I think <laughs> with companies trying to be relatable, like 
I've also seen like an increase of people using social movements in order to make dollars. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, this happens with everything. And we already kind of talked about it with like pride. But like there's people who are like just using social movements in order to be like, we're relatable. Like we like, you know, people of color. Love likes matter. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, my God, we love black people. Like, okay, like that's doesn't. History doesn't say that you do, but, like, I'm happy you're on the board now, but it's kind of weird to use, like, BLM in a way to make money, but who fucking... Yeah, one good example is, like, Tom's, the company Tom's. Back in the day, they used to do, like, for each pair of Tom's you buy, we give one pair of shoes to children in Africa. Well, that's great. Children in Africa, I'm sure, need shoes, but they also need somebody to, like, help their economy. Shoes are more of a stamp rather than, like, a problem fixer. So that's another way of, like, people trying to get you to buy something in order to... I wouldn't say necessarily exploit because I don't think Tom's had, like, a bad agenda behind trying to give shoes to kids in Africa but it's just not like thoroughly thought out to actually help communities it's more of a a campaign I mean this kind of goes into like the white savior complex where people like go to Africa fucking help out for two weeks feel good about themselves and then fucking leave but the whole thing's with the toms and it's just kind of like the free like toms not only actually hurt the local economy in africa they've found out so toms has reworked their business model but there's still companies that do this shit where it's like oh no we're gonna donate to this local economy well that actually hurts the local economy because if you're giving them free shoes you just put out all the shoemakers all the shoemakers in that local economy so it's one of those things where it's like They come from a good place sometimes, but it's just another way to make them feel better about participating in capitalism. And there's no ethical consumption under capitalism. So it's like you make shoes, you're a billion dollar corporation. Just fucking sit with it. Like, don't try to make yourself fucking pat yourself on the back because you're helping kids in Africa. Like, shut the fuck up. I think those are the biggest ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've talked about the Kendall Jenner uh, fucking... Pepsi ad. LOL. Poor poor taste. Another one of like somebody got fired over that. I sometimes wish I could work in people's marketing teams at companies because I would love to see their response to when they like really like when it doesn't go good. I want to be in that room and they're like, so whose idea was this? And everyone's like kind of hiding like, no, it wasn't even me. It wasn't me. Well, that's my biggest thing is that I'm like, is there no one in the room who's like, hey, like, I don't know. This might be like a bad idea because I've been in a room where I was like, I don't like this idea. And I said something. Yeah. Don't pose that. Don't pose that. Yeah. Like, ooh, I don't know if that's giving off the energy. You really think it is like, yeah, I feel like I could pretty much do really well on someone's PR team to be like, hey, I think that's a bad idea. I mean, I have to veto that one. I can't tell you why, but... (laughs) Oh, yeah. Something else I've seen that I think is kind of I don't know if I don't know if funny is the right word, but I do think it's humorous is when I see celebrities who sell bad products and just basically use their influence for like a cash grab. This is not even celebrities. This is like D-list influencers who like just came out of The Bachelor. Do you remember when there was the whole like free makeup brushes scandals where all these all these like youtubers and influencers were like get free makeup brushes and you just had to pay for shipping and it was actually a fucking scam (laughs) no oh my god well a lot of people got scammed into it and then all the influencers were like i had no idea it was a scam i was like yeah but you don't even give a fuck if it was like they offered you a paycheck bitch like we fucking know how it is like don't try to play us and then people are like they're trying to cancel me it's like no you sold them shit product and now you're getting backlash about it that's not being canceled i feel like we're getting confused on what cancel 
cancellation is. Like Tana Mojo, she's like, I've been canceled so many times. I'm like, girl, you have come out with so many bad product lines that like, yeah, people are pissed. What was it? Beauty con or what was oh she going to throw? Oh my God. That? And just like really shit the bed. <laughs> So here's the thing. I wish I did. Like, I've been a, oh, I was an OG Tana Mojo fan. Like, I've been her fan for, like, I don't personally think I'm a fan anymore. But, like, when I was yeah. in high school musical, like, high school musical, high school, <laughs> middle school, five years ago, 10 years ago, I really liked Tana because honestly, like, I could relate to the ho stories. You know, like, when she was yeah. talking about, like, all the ho things she did, I was like, yes, bitch. I love that you're talking about this publicly because, like, slut shaving was, like, at an all time high 10 years ago. So, preach, Matt, appreciate yeah. her it wasn't in fashion being a hoe no like it is now megan stallion did change the game okay we love it bless her bless her but so <laughs> let's see tana had tana con that was a scam <laughs> that, that. that was a scam that was so bad you can see like whole documentaries about i know shit on youtube funny um my favorite is when they try to sell you like teeth whitening products or really like i mean this is like a whole thing but like even when bitches like fucking be like Oh, yeah, like, oh, these are the, this is the protein drink I drink. This is what slims me down. But they also have a BBL that they're not open about. (laughs) It's like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) These are the best. Or when Kim Kardashian was the face of Skechers for them shape-ups. That's exactly how you got your body, with shape-ups. It's, like, literally funny. And, like, I kind of feel bad because it's, like, some people are impressionable and, like, believe Kim Kardashian, you know, and go yeah. and get Skechers because she's like, damn, I want that ass. And then when they don't have it, they're like, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah, so she used the Skechers. She used Dr. Miami. She used a <laughs> lot of shit, bitch. Like, do not feel bad about yourself. Another one with celebrities, not necessarily trying to sell bad products, but like recently I watched this documentary on Netflix called Bad Sports. And it's when essentially something shady goes down um, within a sport. And specifically, this one was about ice skating in like the 90s. It was like the it was Russian versus Canada and there was a whole scandal about that. But what was more intriguing to me was the PR guy of the Canadian team. They basically linked up as partners and then they were like, oh my God, she's like the girl next door. He's like the boy next door. Like they have good chemistry. Everybody believes they're in love. And this guy like called him up. He was like, I think I can like I can commoditize this. Like I can make money off of this. And he had never like done ice skating before. He worked for the MLB. Literally like these people were clearly not together but like he sold the shit out of it he was like oh yeah 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 he had them telling interviews that they were in love so people would eat that up they started getting like hella endorsements I think the world of athletes and like their endorsements are pretty crazy I'm glad that college athletes are now able to get more sponsorships Mm -hmm. but I guess that's something that I've never really like put a lot of thought into how much money you can make as an athlete oh yeah you can make a lot of money as an athlete sports are hot right now there's a a lot going on in the sports world that I think is funny, but our alma mater, WSU, he uh, chose to lose his job today because he doesn't want to get vaccinated. And yeah. honestly, I love that. Fuck him. <laughs> Bye. 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 I think um, there's something very ironic about getting to what I would say most people would be like a pinnacle, like top spot in a career path. Few people go from college to NFL. Usually if you're a college coach, you're a college coach, you're an NFL coach, you're an NFL coach, right? So he really got to like the top of that pyramid and he just decided 
no, I'm going to not. I'm going to lose it all. But it's funny because people be losing good jobs over stupid shit. I don't know if you've heard about the Washington football coach. No. Oh, well, this motherfucker. This is fucking hilarious. This guy on his company email were literally using the F slur. The like, like was like openly homophobic, openly racist. And he also fucking violated the he the cheerleaders did a photo shoot and they had to be nude but none of the nude photos were like posted a private shoot for him not for him but like they basically for the calendar shoot they had their tops off but they're like they had their hands covering or like later they put like photos or words so there was none of these that were published oh he was sending these photo these nude photos of these cheerleaders to his fucking homies okay and then somebody got video of the shoot and sliced it to be like soft core porn and he was sending that too on his company email you know what you want to be a dumbass do it publicly let us find out i know i just can't <laughs> Show your true colors I, don't be scared i can't imagine what this guy was like fucking privately you know if this is what he's on his Ew. could you imagine on your company email just like being like da, 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 and being openly homophobic racist and sexist that's crazy. I can't imagine it because that's like most people. Like recently I was watching Kill Bill. That's one of like my favorite movies. But then like Harvey Weinstein's name just like comes up in the credits right before this movie is about to start. And I was like, ew. Imagine mm-hmm. how much bullshit was surrounding this movie. And like I really enjoy Quentin Tarantino movies. But like Harvey Weinstein was literally in all of them, like involved in all of them. And it just really put a sour taste in my mouth. Yeah. I mean, that's capitalism, though, because at some point, like Harvey Weinstein was kind of like these corporations, like too big to fail. I mean, let me just say this: he's produced some good movies, you know, like produced just money behind it so I don't really like feel like oh like let's give Harvey Weinstein credit no he put money behind a lot of really good movies but yeah isn't that like disgusting that no one said anything because it's like he literally like excommunicated people out of Hollywood for sticking up against him yeah I don't usually like listen Doja Cat said it best main ain't shit I don't usually have that attitude but like this week specifically like you know I watched that Netflix show made and like he mentally abuses her and I was like I fucking hate men and then I went to the club and someone fucking groped me except this time I reacted okay I literally grabbed his hand while it was still on my ass I took it off I spin this dude around also this motherfucker was like my height I was like I can take this bitch and I grabbed him by the collar and the thing is like I really had a moment where I was like I don't want to go back to jail <laughs> <laughs> I have been there. It was it was a minor in possession, okay? It was really just being drunk on the street, but it was awful. And I was like, I don't want to go back to jail. And I can't punch this dude. I want to punch him so bad because I was literally like locked in. Like I had one of his hands. I was grabbing him by the collar. So I started just like fucking yelling at him. And I was like, don't ever fucking touch women like this. Like seriously, like you can't fucking touch women without consent. And then like this pussy ass bitch was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So then I like... <laughs> grabbed him and I like literally shoved him into the ground hopefully he got stampede over I don't know okay but the uh, fucking audacity of these fucking men it's something else anyways 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 I digress yeah I digress. I did talk to my parents about it and they were like, you should have punched him. We'd come get you from jail. And I was like, that's so sweet. I know. When you told me that, I was like, I wish I was there. I would have punched him. You know what I'm saying? I fucking. We were not taking turns. I don't know. So that's cruising for a bruising. You're not allowed to grope strangers okay you're not allowed to grow up anybody no you're not well consent. yeah obviously yeah <laughs> yeah we are gonna let bygones be bygones 
next time I'll punch. The last but certainly not least, the phenomenon of LinkedIn influ- influencers. Ella, care to explain? Okay. So I got a generic email from LinkedIn offering me the opportunity to apply to be a LinkedIn influencer. And I thought to myself, what? And they were like, we're compensating influencers now. So now LinkedIn, the platform to find jobs, it's like Facebook for jobs. I don't fucking know. It's a really gross platform, if you ask me. Now has people influencing people to do what? Get jobs? Like, (laughs) being employed is great. I think LinkedIn is really, like, disgusting. Like, I don't know if you've been on there and seen what people post, but, like, I swear to God, it's like everybody that I hated in college and high school are the most active on LinkedIn. They're like, if you wanted to say like somebody that's sucking a company's dick, it's like people who are active on LinkedIn. They're like, I love my company. My company is great. My company is everything. And I'm like, are they? I guess like cool, but you're giving them a lot of free clout. Like if I'm like, if I'm (laughs) posting like, oh my God, I love my job so much. My life is so great. They better be paying me. Like they better like fucking throw in a bonus or some shit. Like for free, I'm going to brag about my job like I know that some people are like wired differently but I'm just like not wired like that like no maybe that's what they're paying for shit maybe I'll look into it you want me to tell you my company is great for money we could make that work (laughs) I think honestly like LinkedIn is funny sometimes because like it'll be like I literally will see someone be like the other day I interviewed someone he came without shoes on and he told me that he actually lost his shoes in to a dog on the way to the subway and then he walked six miles to get here without shoes other people turned him away because he didn't have shoes on i hired him on the spot he's now a top performer in this company and guess what he almost didn't join our team because he didn't have shoes and it's like um that didn't fucking happen okay this, oh, come on shut the fuck up that's the american dream and part of the american dream is capitalism just so like people know it's all about buying into the white picket fence believing that if you work hard it'll pay off and that is literally not how it goes <laughs> If I was going to give you any life lesson, it would be at your end of your life. Do you think that you're going to be like, oh, my God, I'm so happy I worked so hard to get that one promotion? No, you're going to be like, I'm so happy that I got to, like, love my loved ones. I'm so happy about that one vacation. Like, your best memories are not at work. So take it all with a fucking grain of salt. My number one thing is if you drop dead, they would replace you tomorrow. And I know that for a fucking fact. That's not an exaggeration. I've seen it happen. So and look at me. I've been there for two years. I was like, oh, my God, they're going to be fucking desperate without me. No, next day. When I can't tell you I can't wait to send in my resignation letter, it's going to go something like I H eight U T T Y L. Bye. I'm going to take PT over the next two weeks. This is my two weeks. Bye. No, you're worth. I've had a job tell me to my face I wasn't worth that much, but I think I misinterpreted that. <laughs> I'm telling you, I will like ask for- <laughs> I haven't respond to that. Plugs of the week. Plugs of the week. All right. Okay. So my plug of the week is I don't know how to pronounce it, so I I apologize in advance, but I think it's Cantique. It's C-A-N-T-I-Q and it is lingerie. It's Cantique.Los Angeles and it's lingerie and it's gender fluid and inclusive sizing. So I think that's really fucking cool. So when they mean gender fluid, not only do they mean like anyone can wear it and they have models of all gender identities but they also have like extended sizes so if you are larger 
if you have different dimensions that would typically fit into like the women norm, they basically have adaptations of all their sizes to fit all gender identities. And then the inclusive sizing is really good. They're a small business, but they are about to start carrying up to 6X. I think right now they carry up to 4X, which is really great for a new brand. They are on the... I would say it's very fair for lingerie. I'm kind of a lingerie addict. I would say they're very fair priced. But like if you're not used to buying lingerie at a couture level, um, you might think it's like, oh, my God, bitch. But treat yourself. okay? anyways, Cantique Los Angeles. And we will tag them below. For my plug of the week, I am plugging the book I'm currently reading. It's a romantic comedy. My fave. It's called Take a Hit, Danny Brown. And it's a novel by Talia Hibbert, Hibbert, H-I-B-E-E-R-T, all right? And it follows a queer black woman. She's curvy. She's sassy. She's a witch. She's witchy. Oh, love it. And her romance with this guy that works at the front desk of her building. He uh, is of Indian descent. Very good. Very good. Uh, she, Talia Hybert, is a English black British author who lives in a bedroom full of books. So I honestly, I just started reading it, but I am feeling it. So check it out. And I know she has more in this series. So get reading. Um, it's tea and book season. <laughs> those are the plugs of the week. Okay, everybody. So make sure that this week's assignment before next week is tell a friend about the podcast. Uh, really exciting news. We hit over 8K downloads. That's fucking awesome. I'm trying to get to 10K by the new year, which is ag- aggressive but doable. And I can't do it without you. So I like always subscribe, rate and review and make sure you tell a friend. If you would like to follow more of our content, you can find us on Instagram at, at thanks the number for your concern. And you can find me personally at Ella L. Tudor. And me at Berenice Diaz M. Well, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.